You're listening to the Just Giants podcast with Grump and the Cranky Fan. Be sure to listen for free on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Podbean. Welcome back to Just Giants with Grump and the Cranky Fan, the best damn podcast for the best damn football team. I am your host, the football Grump, and with me as always is Mike the Cranky Fan. Oh, good morning, Grump. I am still half asleep from being at last night's overtime win for the Lightning Game 6, so we got a Game 7 on Saturday, a lot going on in here, but uh, we're here to talk not about the Lightning, but about the, another Christmas day on our schedule, the release of the 2022 schedule. Ah, yes. Released with much fanfare and leaked like a full 24 <laughs> hours before it came out. Um, I, n- I never understood what the schedule has to be a big reveal, but it's because money rules everything, right? We we all care. I mean, geez. <laughs> it's all, you know, it's, it's it's a big thing. It's it's a day where you jump onto Marriott and you book your hotels and, you know, where are you going to play? And everybody does, like, where are you going to do? Kind of evaluating really quickly. And it's a big deal. And they might as well just draw it out as much as they can. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, overall, the Giants' schedule seems mostly fair, right? I mean, did anything jump right out as being like, oh, that stinks? Uh, um, there's some things that, you know, we'll go through these game by game really quickly, but there's some things that are odd, some things that are strange, but I didn't see anything in there. Like, we've had, we've had years where we've had, like, four night games or... You know, just unfair opponents back to back or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't I, really I, think there's anything like that. But there is some oddities in here. A couple of things that stand out to me off the bat. Number one, we only have two primetime games, and I think the the league is trying to finally figure out just because the Giants have a big fan base. You know, the rest of the country doesn't want to watch a bad team. Yeah, and you know, so no more. You know, no more Sunday night games. No more, you know, Thursday night games. You know, it's just until this team gets better. You know, just the thought. Well, we have Saquon Barkley. You know, we're not an attractive team right now, and that's understandable. Um, the other thing that kind of jumped out at for me is, you know, some of these uh, road trips and and locations back to back seem pretty brutal. I mean, yeah, going, that's true. You know, jumping from Jacksonville to Seattle. In, in back-to-back weeks is uh, that's just, that's a, that's a bit of a hike, you know. Electing not to take the bye week after London is interesting. Um, I can understand it. I mean, that game is so early in the season. If you burning your bye that early, you know, could present a problem later on in the season. So, um, but from a competitive standpoint, I don't see anything of like a real murder's row or anything that would be like. You know, this is a tough gauntlet we're going to go 0-4 on right off the bat. Just just because of scheduling, not necessarily because how good or bad the team is. Exactly, yeah. I mean, we might go 0-4 in any stretch. And this is that, that has nothing to do with it, yeah. Exactly. I like, and the third thing is I kind of like having, you know, those division games towards the end of the year. Um, you know, with a new coaching staff and everything, it's going to take some time for this team to kind of figure itself out. And I like that little stretch where... We play at Dallas, Washington, Philly, at Washington, you know, a couple of non-division and Philly to end the season. If this team is going to be firing at all cylinders, it should be then. You know, I can't worry about injuries because everybody has to deal with the same potential for it. So I, I like how it's back heavy on, on the division. 
That's interesting. I actually hate that. All right, let's let's get into this here. So, um, the the first game, week one, is uh, September 11th, Sunday, at Tennessee, 425 kickoff. I, I actually I like a season opener away. It feels like I get two openers, a season opener and a home opener. Uh, mm-hmm. and it feels even better when you have that first game away and then the, the home opener is filled with excitement because you won the first week. Uh, we don't get a lot of that. Um <laughs> So there's always that potential, and uh, I I actually like that. I like the setup of having your first first game away and then second week at home. So, yeah. And I like it also because it's a it's a non division non conference game too. So it's not all of a sudden you're down the behind the eight ball already. It's like we lose to Dallas. Oh, we're already zero and one in the division. Where right. you know, it's kind of you lose, you lose, but it's, you still have a clean slate in the division. Especially because there are only three preseason games now. It kind of That's sucks right. having like your first game being a division game, where you're just right. not really quite set on your roster and shit. Like, remember, there's the, all those cutdowns, and then people come in and they never have a game with the team. They just, right, they come right in. So I agree. And especially with with the league trend of treating you know the first couple of weeks like it's extended preseason. We don't we don't know how this regime is going to do what we saw last year at Joe Judge that they really coasted into the season, you know, getting ready, and um, you know if that's going to be the case. Going forward, now following the way the league is or something, you'd rather have a game that's not as meaningful as you know playing Philly or Washington. Right. Uh, week two, uh, September eighteenth, is a one o'clock kickoff at home against the Carolina Panthers. I love this for a home opener. Um, it's one of the few games that at the early stage I'm not shrugging and expecting a blowout. <laughs> that could happen, but we're not playing the Rams or anything like that. So I, I kind of like that too, as our home opener isn't some like fucking devastatingly bad. Uh, badass opponent. Sure, I mean the 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 the, the potential of, of playing you know uh, Darno or Geno Smith in the opener sounds pretty uh, tempting to me. <laughs> so that's pretty good. It's uh, the only thing for me is you know it's it's the first of four games this year. I have to get on a six a.m. flight from Gainesville to get down to the Meadowlands. So my tailgating time will be limited for that one, but yeah, we'll make it stinks. work. Yeah. Um. Week three is where the shenanigans starts to begin. Monday night game versus Dallas. I'm going to hit you with a conspiracy theory here. Mm-hmm. The NFL knows that the NFC, su- the NFC sucks. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's a few favorites, and the majority of the firepower is currently in the AFC. Dallas is not only one of the favorites for the conference, but they're Dallas. The NFL might be drumming up Dallas more than usual. I have no idea. I'm just kind of like spitballing here. I hate this game. I hate Monday night games. I hate hosting Dallas this early in the year. Um, it's still better than starting every season against them. But something about the schedule release just feels like the NFL is kind of hyping up Dallas for some reason. If da- if the NFL could, they'd have Dallas on every primetime game of the year. That's true. I mean, it's whether they're good or bad, I mean... I. You know, I just said before, well, they're finally getting it. The Giants aren't good, and the people don't want to watch it. Well, the star power between the Giants and the Cowboys is like, you know, <laughs> night and day. So yeah. I, I just think it's a question of you know that they're going to try to get as many division games on primetime as they can as long as they're palatable to the rest of the country. But, but, but it's an easy division game, too. Yeah. For them. Yeah. I mean – they want to have again, like I said before. You know, you're not going to see us on that much because you know maybe the take on Barkley star power thing isn't what it was, but it's still Giants Cowboys, and they're going to have it. I, the only thing I don't like about it is on those Monday night games is the season ticket holders 
seller tickets. You're gonna have a bunch of meatheads from North Jersey that are cowboy, Laker, Yankee type. Blue fan. Devil. Exactly. You know that crew is going to be there, and it makes it annoying for us. It does. I don't know. I'll, I'll get back to the conspiracy theory as we go through this list. But an easy primetime game for Ga- for Dallas. Put that in a little checkbox. Week four, October second, one o'clock kickoff at home against Chicago. Early October against Chicago. I kind of wish this was a road game. <laughs> yeah. I would love to go to Chicago in early October. Yeah, I mean it's it one the first or the second of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. T- at least 10 1 o'clock games this year. I know you're a big fan of the 1 o'clock game. Yeah, I, I um, the 1 o'clock games feel like traditional football to me. I'm not a big fan of the primetime games because I think they're stupid. Uh, I don't like watching primetime games at, at stadiums, and I don't like watching them on TV either. There's not one good primetime TV cast crew. Um, and uh, I, it sucks. It sucks leaving the stadium. It, it sucks... You know, whatever. I, I, I hate those games. So I, I like 1 o'clock games. It feels like I'd like to wake up on Sunday morning early, go there, have a really nice tailgate, you know, watch the game in the sunshine no matter the time of the year, and then head home. That's that's football to me, but whatever. Yeah. It's just a, it's one of those barometers of just how good and how relevant you are, unfortunately. And a lot of 1 o'clock games mean we're not very relevant. That's fine with me. Yeah. Um, week 5, October 9th is a 9.30 kickoff on Sunday against Green Bay in London. Um, this is... Ugh. This is Exhibit B in the NFL throwing the Giants to a huge audience during a rebuild. I don't understand why they would want this. Uh, I understand that the Packers uh, and, and the Giants are historic franchises. They're symbolic franchises. They're some of the, the few teams that you immediately think of when you think of the NFL. Um... And I and I do I do love the London game. Uh, I I just wish they had waited until this team was more competitive. Uh, I mean seriously, the 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 poor Brits are subjected to some of the worst games, based mostly on like the Jaguars being one of the teams that go there. But but why put two premier franchises in there in such a lopsided contest? It just I don't know. Do you feel that way? Um, they don't care about the actual product on the field over there. They. I've been to both of the giant games over there and that's about just promoting the league. It's every, you know, you get team fans from every team there. You see jerseys of all 32 teams. Um, They're just happy to watch football and the high profileness in the States. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know what the ratings are for these early morning games. Uh, They're, they're a fun curiosity. It's kind of like watching soccer that's on early in the morning, but I don't think it's something where, you know, I don't know if the Giants' exposure is that much more here, you know, to, to, to turn off an audience. And it's, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's besides being one of the three best players in the league, he's one of the three biggest stories in the league always. And it's always going to generate interest in everything. And Giants also could have said no to this. They're not uh, forced to go to London. Are they not forced? I don't. No, they could very easily say they don't want it to be that. I mean, I'm sure there's negotiation with, uh, you know, because it's a, it's it's a logistical challenge to these teams, and it's not easy to do. I mean, I don't know how much say they have in that, though. Um, although I will say, do not underestimate John Mauer, John Mara's power within the exactly. NFL. That is definitely yeah. true. Yeah. Um, week six, October sixteenth, is a one o'clock kickoff at home against Baltimore. 
Uh, the Giants understandably declined the option of having the bye week following the London game because it's so early in the schedule. Uh, mm-hmm. It kind of sucks, but at least they get to play at home. Um, you know, coming home from London, which is the East Coast as well, so it's you know it's not like they're traveling from Seattle or something like that. Um, and really, the flight really isn't that much different than going from Seattle to New York. It, it's like six hours c- coming back, and you know, for time change, people you're concerned they're going to be there like for four days. And if you're there for three weeks, the time change can be a problem. But if you're just going just for a few days, the time change really shouldn't be that much of an impact. You know, if you you take off on Monday, you take off on Tuesday, you start practicing on Wednesday again, everybody should be fine. Yeah. Um, week 7, October 23rd, is a 1 o'clock kickoff on Sunday at Jacksonville. Come on, at Jacksonville in October? I wish this was a late November game so I could get a Florida vacation out of it while it's still not it, hot. It's, it super sucks because it's a bye week for Florida. I mean, it would have been really nice to tie that in with, you know, the week before. You know, when we're playing LSU or the week after where we're going to be in Jacksonville to play Georgia. But, you know, the scheduling gods, they just they know how to screw me every year. And this is a classic case. Yeah. Um, It it just I know October in Florida is I've gotten sunburns. (laughs) I've gotten sunburns at UF games in October. Uh, yeah, although October twenty third is a little late, I don't know. When you get right. to late October, you know, I've been, to, you know, I've been to a hundred Florida Georgia games right around this weekend, and it's it can be pretty pleasant. I mean, there's been a couple that have been hot. There's been a couple that have been really cold too. So it, it, North Florida is different than, uh, you know, Tampa or, or Miami. So it it could be could be pleasant. Hmm. All right, then I won't scratch it off. Um, week eight is October thirtieth, a four twenty five kickoff at Seattle. At Jacksonville and then at Seattle is tough. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know logistically how they're going to do that. If they're going to go from Jacksonville right to Seattle or come home for a couple of days. But uh, yeah, we're talking, you know, probably probably the second or third longest, you know, flight distance, you know, in the NFL between uh, Jacksonville and Seattle. So um, the only good thing about that is we don't know who. You know, Seattle's quarterback is going to be. They could be, you know, in bigger transition than we are. So it's not like we're facing Russell Wilson in the in the Legion of of, of Boom any, or anything like that. Yeah, we think. Mm-hmm. Um, week nine is our bye. Nearly ideal bye week placement for a, yeah. a, from a theoretical standpoint. Uh, circumstantially, it really dictates what is ideal. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I I can't complain about a week nine bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, week 10, November 13th is a 1 o'clock kickoff uh, against Houston at home. Winnable November games, huh? Yeah, it's a nice little reverse gauntlet. You know, uh, Jacksonville, Seattle, Houston, Detroit. I mean, if this team is, you know, progressing at any stretch at all, Daniel Jones is playing well and everything, I mean, this really should be like almost like a 3 and one stretch. I agree with that. I, I think if they want to be competitive at all, they have to come away with some wins early, obviously. But this stretch here of four games that you just highlighted, Jacksonville, Seattle, Houston, Detroit, if they can take advantage of those four games, win those four games, they can they can remain competitive at this point if they came away with a couple wins early on. Sure. Um, so, I mean, but we're not we're, we're not really talking wins and losses here, but I do think it's interesting that there's some winnable November games here. Week 11, November 20th, is a one o'clock kickoff at home against Detroit. Um, sure, I, I find this I find it a little interesting. Uh, here's where it sucks. Four days later, Thursday, Thanksgiving at Dallas for the 4:30 or whatever four o'clock kickoff. Yeah, the um, same. 
So listen, as I said earlier, is it possible we're drumming up the Cowboys here? Again, this is a, this is a this is a national theoretically primetime matchup. Um, one team that is poised to take a shot at the Super Bowl and one team that just fired its GM and its head coach. Uh, the boys on Thanksgiving in the last eight years, which is an arbitrary number that I felt was recent. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Do you know what it is? What the record is on Thanksgiving? Not very good. It's two and six. Yeah. Quick, give me a team that just fired the GM and coach and a QB on the final year of his deal. Uh, aside from the, the, you know what I mean? Doesn't it feel like they're just setting them up to win on the national stage? Mm, I don't you know. Don't, you don't think so? I mean, they, they play teams like the Chargers. They get the, I mean, they they get the shit wins. kicked out of them by Washington one year. Yeah. Um, I, I know they have to play them anyway. It's just both of our Dallas games are primetime games. I mean, what, what team in the division is less set up to, to win against a, you know, uh, a division favorite? Uh, nobody. We've just fired the head coach and GM. I don't know. It just, again, I understand I mean, the Giants-Cowboys thing, but they're double dipping on that. And it's going to be... Conspiracy theory, Cranky fan would say, if you're really trying to pump up Dallas and give them the easiest route, you have them play the week after we're in London. Oh, that's true. Or the week after we play at Seattle or something. You know, uh, uh, I, I just think it's just the way this – they like the matchup. They, 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 you know, everybody will be around the TV after, and I think that maximizes viewers. I think uh, – we. when was the last time we played on a, on a Thanksgiving? It's been – I don't know if it was the last time, but I do remember we played Josh McDaniels Broncos one year. Oh yeah, the night game, the, and the night game. Yeah, it was terrible too. They were yeah. awful. Well, we're just awful in prime time anyway. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, okay. I just I highly dislike my team playing on Thanksgiving games. Uh, Thanksgiving Day is just too distracting to adequately focus, um, especially at four thirty. That's like, that's like, if you aren't in the middle of eating dinner, then you finished eating dinner and you're like in that slumber mode. Um, yeah, I sure as shit don't want to go. To a Thanksgiving game, yeah. Well, I know the mayors had said we would never host one. So, yeah, I don't I know. They say that, but like, at what point? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever, it's fine. Let J- Dallas fans jerk each other off over this November, so they they have something for when they ultimately choke in the playoffs. That's the way I see it. Um, week thirteen. This is okay. Now, this is part of the weirdness for me. Uh, this is December 4th, a 1 o'clock kickoff versus Washington at home. Um, this is part of this odd stretch of like a million division games in a row. Um, the only division game we play before the bye is the Monday night game against Dallas. Everything else is in this back mm-hmm. load of the of the season, which I think is kind of strange and... and I, I don't know. It could be weird. I mean, we could be fighting for the division, or we could have two teams fighting for draft position at this point, where every single week there's going to be movement in the standings in the division. It's kind of strange. But also, only three home games in December and beyond. I guess we don't want shots of empty seats anymore. <laughs> That's true, but you could have you know tons of empty seats in Washington. <laughs> really? I mean... They, they, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Most of our away games are... Uh, not Washington. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll be against teams, though. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, it's nice, you know, having the extra couple of days to get ready for Washington after Dallas is good. I mean, mm-hmm. that's. I mean, really, the season starts after things. If if we're going to try to sneak into the playoffs somehow, if the season's going that way, the season really starts with that Dallas game, and you know, going to Dallas, you know, they're Jekyll and Hyde-ish, but Washington is a team that we. If we think we're a playoff team, you have to beat that team. So having a couple extra days to prepare for that, I think, is really helpful. I agree with you. Um, where are we at here? December 11th, week 14, is a 1 o'clock kickoff at home versus Philly. Um, I don't mind this game here and now. Uh, I do think it's weird that... When was the last time we played Philly early in the season? And I'm too lazy to look it up, but it, it feels like a distant memory. It feels like we always play them the last game of the year. Like we never. If, if not Dallas. the last game, it's like the the week before or something like that. No, just, I, I mean, I just it seems like you know we never played Dallas because we always play a division game the last game of the year. Mm-hmm. Like never play Dallas in that game. Um, so it seems like we always playing Philly like either that last one or you know they just they back end us with them. So again, I am sticking with my theory that if this team is going to make a playoff run, they're going to be the most prepared at the end of the season. You know and. Injuries are something everyone has to deal with. So I, I'd rather play these games late than early when we're more, uh, you know, the rookies have played almost a whole year in, in, in the system. You know, we'll know if Daniel Jones is the guy or not, if he's still even playing, who knows. Um, I, especially with, with a new coaching staff and, and a new everything. I, I like all, I'd rather push to the end the important games. I, I kind of want to develop an opinion on this because I'm not really sure how I feel. Like I, 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 I think that because of the shortened preseason and the way that the roster cuts work now, that having division games super early is not really right because it screws up the division. When I don't yeah. know, I, I don't like those early games because they're not really great. And, and maybe the league knows this. Maybe this is something. That's that what I'm like thinking. Yeah. I, I kind of want to see how this plays out because my immediate thought then is to kind of cluster some division games around the middle of the season and then cluster them again at the end for excitement uh, mm-hmm. or, and, and, you know, battling for, for playoff position within the division and stuff like that. I think that's a really good idea. But instead, they opted to just dump everything at the end, which I wouldn't have thought of. But let's – well, I, I'm interested to see how this Well, to your out. point also about empty seats or not, I think if, you know, if you're, play, if you're a bad team and it's December 23rd and let's say Houston's coming in, it's much more likely those seats are going to be empty than if we're playing Philly or Washington, a yeah, team that – even if you know the records aren't good, but it's still a rival, it's still a team you want to see and team you hate and everything. So I think it, or you know, it, it brings in the Philly fans come up too. You know, the league, it's not as easy to tell on TV in those December games when you're wearing jackets and stuff. Oh, those are all Philly fans. It just looks like there's people in those seats. Yeah, that's kind of true. But if you want to go conspiracy theory, I think that's my bigger conspiracy theory. No, I mean that that was just me being funny. I don't think that's like a real. Oh. I mean, I don't know. John Mara might have that kind of power to be like, please give us less home games in the uh, latter half of the year. I don't know. He might. Mm-hmm. And um, also, it's the Meadowlands in December is not sucks. The most fun place to be. It's not really that fun to be in the summer either. But uh, yeah. Week 15 is either a Saturday or Sunday game against Washington. Uh, playing on Saturday would be kind of sweet. Uh, it might make a road trip worth it. I got a lot less going on on Saturdays. One of my favorite things in life is Saturday NFL games. I, I love them. I love Saturday playoff games. I love after college being over, they flex out some games on Saturdays. It's uh, I'd be all for it. 
If they, yeah. uh, I would definitely take the train down for that if it's, if it's a meaningful game for us. Yeah, I, I'm considering that as well. It, it sucks that that stadium is somehow worse than ours. Um, it's way worse. <laughs> oh, it's awful. Um, week 16, Christmas Eve, Saturday, 1 o'clock at Minnesota. This is a brutal year for NFL families, man. There's Thanksgiving games, you know, which, you know, it is what it is. There's Christmas and Christmas Eve's games this year, which is just unavoidable. It's the way the calendar falls. But that also means that there's a New Year's Day game, also mm-hmm. unavoidable by the way the calendar falls. That sucks. <laughs> poor, these poor, like, wives and kids and shit. <laughs> Don't get Aww. to see that. Hey, I mean, come on, man. My it's dad not. Makes it's millions of dollars and I have to. Oh, you're. <laughs> come on. You don't get a single holiday that year with your family if when you're when you're three or four you have no concept of money you have concept of mom and dad i don't know whatever i'm just saying it's, it you know, sucks it's, it's a home game you're with them in the morning you eat dinner after that's okay I, I, of course you can make it work i, I don't know man i grew up my, my mom worked at an er so she either worked thanksgiving or christmas every year so i i know firsthand that it, it just kind of sucks you know i still got everything i wanted for christmas but i you know, I didn't get to see my mom until 8 p.m., which sucks. Yeah. I, think I don't know. Just, it's, it's not really that big of a deal. But also, I guess if you're in, like, that lifestyle and that kind of situation, that's what you know. Yeah. And, you know, it, the holiday is about being with the family. It's not about the holiday itself necessarily. So it's it's okay. Yeah, I understand. Um, it would be a nice early Christmas present to have some kind of pivotal conference victory in Minnesota heading into the new year against the final two division games. I won't hold my breath for that, but it's set up for that. It's up to the Giants to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be kind of cool, you know. I, I don't. I'm I'm happy that it's a Christmas Eve game and not Christmas Day. I know that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Was it like a big Italian thing where people celebrate more on Eve than Day? The Feast of Seven Fishes. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I don't. I never did that, so I guess that might suck for for those people, uh, whoever celebrates hey. on Christmas Eve. But that is not I. Hey, someone's going to be serving me seven courses of seafood as I'm watching a giant game. That sounds like heaven to me. So, um, All right. And then leading into the last two weeks of the season, week 17 is New Year's Day at home against Indianapolis. Ugh, a one o'clock kickoff on New Year's Day. I can't think of a worst day to get up at 8 a.m. Um, it might be better to just stay up the whole night and just complete the hangover at MetLife during the I haven't. <laughs> I haven't cross-referenced the schedules, um, so that means I'm assuming that the college football playoff will be on New Year's Eve this year, so they're not competing with um, with the NFL. I guess. Yeah. So that kind of makes you know I, I'm not a I'm not a fan at all of the New Year's Eve playoff games, but um, that lead into New Year's Day. So at the bowl games, I'm assuming would be on the second. I guess so. It's a nice weekend of football. That's true. I did not think of it that way. Yeah, and then the last week of the year is either Saturday or Sunday at Philadelphia. Uh, the NFL really likes throwing Philly on us in the final weeks of the year, um, and they well, they, they never, really they, they piled Dallas. on two games in less than a month against Philly, and then Washington is like was was December fourth, and then December seventeenth. So it's just like one game in between. They really just jammed everything at the end there. Yeah, well, I mean, you always play your division in the last game of the year, and. Yeah. Uh, we never play Dallas at the end, so it, it makes. I mean, I, the last time I think we played, Washington. we played Dallas at the end. I think in like 2011 might have been one of the last times. Yeah, which is 11 years ago now. So, 
that's it. I mean, that's kind of the schedule. We're not going to go through and do our wins and losses. This was just a quick episode because, honestly, the schedule leak is not really that important. And I will say that I think it's hilarious that every single year someone makes a fake Twitter account for NFL schedule leaks. They get thousands and thousands of followers and everyone – within three days, by the way. I mean, those, those Twitter accounts always, like, come out, like, the week of the schedule release. And it's right. so silly because you'll just get the schedule – the day, the Thursday. Like, why do you need the schedule leaks? You're not really you sure. Want to know. Yeah, but you'll find out. It's 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 so silly to me because you will find out for sure, and there's such a good chance that you're being duped. I, I, I don't know. I I was not duped. That's all I'm going to say. I never follow those things. I don't care enough about the schedule to know one day ahead of time. I did. Uh-huh. I, I didn't get duped, but I'm I I have my little um, you know my Twitter search for giant schedule leak and i'm looking because i want to know <laughs> I think you, you do a lot more traveling than the average fan though because you are switching from saturday to sunday on a yeah. dime there so i just want to know i'm just that, that's it's in the grand scheme of things doesn't mean anything if you learn at three o'clock versus eight o'clock but i just like to know and um i i like to kind of build out i, I think it's sometimes it's fun like when some things leak out it's like okay well it can't be this day and maybe it has to be this day and you know this and this so i you know i don't spend Nine hours, of my computer trying to figure it out, but I, I, I get into the the fun of it. It's 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 okay. Hmm. All right, everyone. This was just a short episode. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at football underscore grump at the cranky fan at just giants pod, which of course can be found on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, etc. Um, I'm not. I don't think we have an episode lined up for next week we just did this one early um i'm still feeling incredibly terrible i don't know if you can hear how bad i sound i'm wearing my glasses so that should tell you everything you need to know um but we will we do have some exciting stuff on the docket up ahead so be sure to follow us on those platforms so you can you know get the word as soon as possible um all right everyone go giants go giants and go bolts (laughs) 